Wake up now and start living the one life. Visit www.djohnston.wakeupnow.com. It takes more than just a brilliant idea to be a successful entrepreneur. Among all of the challenges facing a business owner, finding funding is one of the most overwhelming. This challenge alone can significantly limit an entrepreneurial dream. Victor Quager has written Picture Business Like a Pro, which is a practical, must-have guide to navigating the different approaches a business owner can take to fund their business, while building the confidence to find investor support. Entrepreneurs will learn what investors look for in a pitch and what skills are required to develop a winning pitch style. Victor has added a bonus chapter that includes precise details on how to make a successful sales pitch. Head over to Amazon.com and all ebook platforms to get your copy of Pitch Your Business Like a Pro. That's right. Get your copy of Pitch Your Business Like a Pro today at Amazon.com. If you are tired of being alone, I have the website for you. It's called OneTabAway.net. Go and connect with someone. You may be too busy. You say the traditional methods of trying to find that right person isn't working for me. Go out to OneTabAway.com right now. Sign up and become a member and start finding love for yourself. I mean, a lot of us are looking for that special person. You just may not have the time to really research them. Online dating has grown outside of the taboo. Go to OneTabAway.com right now. You don't want to miss that opportunity of love for you. So stop being lonely. Go out to OneTabAway.com.
portion of the This Needs to Be Said radio show has been brought to you by Project Push. Thank you for joining us on the This Needs to Be Said uh, radio program today. This is Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. And today um, I am going to be speaking with one of the Organized Obstacles Anthology contributors. Her name is Sharon Braxton. You do not want to miss a minute of this. Um, as you guys know, that me and Angel Barino, the co-creators of Organized Obstacles, the Underdog Anthology, uh, we have been interviewing the, the contributors for this. We put together this collection of real-life stories from just normal, everyday people who are underdogs, who overcame um, what society probably said they should have been or they could have been or, you know, maybe they, they couldn't do this or they couldn't do that. They refused to remain at the bottom. They refused to take average as the norm. They beat the odds, and they overcame. And most of them have blazed their own own path. Uh, where there wasn't one. So we're going to be talking with one of the contributors today, Sharon Braxton. Sharon, are you there? Yes, I am. How are you? I'm doing awesome. I'm so happy to have you on the program today. Um, tell the listeners a little bit about who Sharon Braxton is. Sharon Braxton is an underdog. Um, I am a licensed evangelist. Um I'm also an author. I have a book coming out soon. Um, I have a women's ministry called Sisters with Purpose and Destiny. Um, I'm also over the women's department um, in the ministry. And um, the Lord is just doing great things. I also have a CD out. So um, I minister in um, music, gospel music. So there are a number of things that I do, and I just enjoy helping people. So everything I do is geared toward helping people, and especially women. So I enjoy doing what I do. That's just my total ministry, to just reach out and just give back and get out there in the community, you know, win some souls, um, motivational speaking, encouraging and inspiring. That's what Sharon Braxton is about. That's what I do. That's my heart, and that's my passion. Awesome, awesome. So you're right in line with what this anthology is about, is helping other people, more specifically uh, the underdog, who, you know, people kind of think, well, you know, they're not really doing much. So you tell the listeners what your definition of an underdog is. Who is an underdog to you? My definition of an underdog is someone that people have counted out in life. They said that your dreams and your hopes and your aspirations will never come to pass. You will never be nothing. I don't believe that you can do it. You're pushed aside. Um, you're 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 not going to be anything. You're talked down to, and a lot of times you're not even given a chance to prove who you are or what you can do. But along the the backside of the mountain. Everything that you've ever desired, everything that you've ever wanted, everything that you've ever believed in in yourself, and as you begin to push, you begin to come to the forefront. That's an underdog. And eventually people will begin to see and to know, oh, they really are who they say they are. Those are people that fight and scratch to get to the top. Those are the people that keep going. Even though it, it may look like they, they're not succeeding or not getting things accomplished, they yet still have a hope and a dream that they hold on to, and they just keep pushing forward, and they make things happen. 
That's my definition of an underdog. That, yeah, and you know, you use my favorite word, push. Um, you know, my acronym is pursue until success happens, and there, there's so many acronyms with, with push. But the, the, you know, the essence of an underdog is doing just that. They never stay uh, under. They, 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 they always That's right. you never see them. You never see an underdog coming. You never see, uh, you know, this person who has all these gifts and talents and abilities. You never see them at the full maturity. You just see them as an underdog. And I think that's what's so great about highlighting and spotlighting um, yourself and, and me and Angel Barino and all the other contributors in this anthology is that you, you, you probably have known us for a while or maybe you don't know us, and we're just regular, everyday people just who have that's a story right. to tell. Who have a story. That's and, right. I think that's, and you hit the nail on the head when you said um, it's just about you know, telling and sharing the stories and inspiring others and, and motivating others. Because, my, you know, I, I feel like, our, you know, entire purpose, we're, we're put here on this earth. Everyone has a calling. Everyone has a purpose. Yes, they do. But, yes. Know, but the, you know, the thing is, is that, you know, do you know what it is? Do you know how to unearth that thing? And that's right. There may be a person that is going through the same situation that you're going through or that you had been mm-hmm. through. That just needs that mm-hmm. little piece of encouragement. You never know what word, what you know, what spoken word or written word is going to uplift someone. So that's why I feel like that's right. this book is so so important. So I want to thank yes. you for being a part of this. And you know, when we were selecting contributors, you know, your story kind of you know stood out. When Angel talked to me about 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 your story, I said we you know we got to get her on board. This is this is phenomenal. So. In essence, I mean, with, along with that question, why did you want to be a part of this anthology? I wanted to be a part of this anthology because it sparked my interest. It um, peaked something. Something rose up in me when Angel started discussing um, the project, and I was like, wow. And, you know, Angel um, Barino knows a lot of the things that, that, you know, that I've walked through. And when she started talking about it, I was like, wow, you know, yeah, you know, let me share my story, you know, let me get it out there. Because you know what, you you would be amazed what people would be amazed at what people are looking and searching for to give them some hope and some inspiration. And because of who I am and because of the things that I went through, I was telling her, I said, you know what, Angel, there are so many people that need to hear what we've gone through because so many people are stuck. So when this opportunity came to me, when she presented this opportunity to me, I was like, you know what, God, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this because there is somebody out here that is going through what I'm going through, have gone through it, or even going through it in a worse way, and they need to know that they can come out and that they can make it, and that's the problem. Sometimes people are so afraid to tell their story because they're afraid of how people are going to look at them or what they're going to say, you know, or how they're going to feel or what have you. But you're at a point sometimes where you just have to be transparent in order to reach out and help somebody. People need to know that they're not the only ones who feel left out. They're not the only ones that's been counted out. They're not the only ones been pushed aside. They're not the only ones that have had these crazy life experiences to happen to them. Other people have had them and have gone through them and survived and made it. And people need to hear that. 
so they can come out of their situation. That's why I'm so passionate about what I do. And when she brought this to me, I'm like, yeah, 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 I'm going to do this because I know somebody is walking this out right now or somebody has come through this, but they still haven't quite found, found who they are. And they need that extra push and they need that extra help and they need to hear that testimony, how somebody else came through their test. And they're successful, and it's okay because you went through. It doesn't make you a bad person. It doesn't make you a lesser person. Life happens to us all, but it's what we do with what happens to us. And we can turn every bad situation into a good situation, what things meant for our bad. Come to find out later on, a lot of stuff happened for our good. We just couldn't see it at the moment because when it's dark, when that tunnel is dark, you can't see anything. You can't see anything, and you're just walking by blind faith, hoping that it'll be all right, but yet on the inside you're like, I'm not going to make it. Well, somebody has to tell people that has went through like we're going through and, and people that are underdogs, oh, yeah, you can make it, and you can come out that there is light at the end of that tunnel. And the thing is, the magic word is you're only going through it, which means you're not going to stay there. Right, and I'm glad you hit on that because, you know, people feel like any time that they have a bad situation happen to them, they feel like, you know, it's over, it's worthless, it's, you know, it's not worth coming out. But the the main thing, and and this is the kind of the ending of, of my uh, article or my story in the book, is that sometimes our obstacles are organized for our opportunity, and we need to really see things like that. It's not it's not a bad thing. It's just placing right. a way to to, to organize your, your your life, your chapter, your story uh, for for good for somebody else. Because really, our lives are not really our own. We're really here oh, for other people. Yeah, we're really here That's for other right. people. I mean, we, and, 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 and most, sometimes we're selfish, you know. Like, you know, I've had this story deep, deep down, and I've wanted to do this for a long time, but we always let the butts get a, get, get a, get a hold of us. Right. So I'm glad right. that you're there to share your story. Give, don't, without giving everything, give the listeners just a glimpse. And when I mean glimpse, give them just a piece of your story uh, concerning organi- and Organized Obstacles, the anthology. The story that I wrote... To, um, for Organized Obstacles is it's a story about how I had to make a decision to live or die. Mm-hmm. And I think we can, you know, we can kind of leave it at that. We, we don't even need okay. to give them too much. Um, okay. I really want the readers read um, your story. I want them to be, oh, that's what she was talking about. Oh, I get why she's so passionate about what she does. So your right. story is a life to well, death, almost death <laughs> situation. Right, that's and right. You kind of turn, right. turn that around. So that is uh, uh, just utterly amazing. What would you say if you could, you know, put this anthology in the hands of of, of someone? Who who like what what audience would you put? I mean, who is this book for? Who would you put it in the hands of? I will put it in the hands of those who are struggling with where they, with where they are at this particular moment in life. I will put it in the hands of a person that has no faith in themselves, a person that has lost hope, a person that has lost their way, a person that wants to throw in the towel and just say, you know what, I give up. And I want to be the one that walk up and say, wait a minute. Right. One last try. 
just, just one let hold on, I, I got some for you. Just one more right. try. Right. One more right. and put right. that book in their hand and tell them to read it. And when you have read it, then call me because I promise you how you're standing before me now, after you have read Organized Obstacles, you won't be the same. You'll be a different person the next time you and I have a conversation. Right, right. That's awesome. I love that. So what is it that you want? Because I, you know, I just want them to get a glimpse of who Sharon Braxton is. But what is it that you want people to remember after they've read your story? What is it that you want them to remember about you, about Sharon Braxton, after they've read the story? What is that, that one thing that they want you want them to remember? I want them to remember that I'm an overcomer. Mm-hmm. I came out. I didn't stay in my situation. I came out. So after they read my story, I want them to say to themselves, wow, if she made it through it, if she made it through this, then I can make it through that. So if they don't remember anything else, I want them to remember I'm an overcomer. I overcame what I was going through. And it's possible. And it's, it it's is necessary. possible. It's, it's very possible, and it's so necessary um, that people understand that regardless of the situation, no matter how deep the hole they're in, they can they can get through it. I mean, we you know the yes, they can. Thing about you know, wonderful thing about this anthology is we have people with you know who have been through physical issues, mental issues, financial issues, right. uh, business right. issues, just life issues. I don't think that life there's happens. an issue. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's not an issue in this anthology that that's not touched on, whether it's spiritual, uh, social. Gosh, physical, mental, financial, it touches on each aspect of it and how these underdogs were able to overcome. So, you know, I want to, you know, personally thank you for being a part of it. But tell tell the listeners what you're, what are you currently working on, whether it be ministry, music, books, what, what are you currently working on, and then how can they connect with you? Okay, currently, first of all, I would like to say thank you so much. Thank you. Thank A.G. Barino. I love you, ladies, to life. What you're doing is phenomenal. I love you. I'm behind you 100%. Um, What I'm working on now, um, A.G. Barino, right now, is editing um, a book for me called um, Our Joshua, Our Journey, um, which will be out soon. Um, We're we're pushing for toward the end of the year. Um, And that's a story about how it took me, many, many years, over 18 years to get pregnant and uh, mm. for me to conceive. And I conceived, and the Lord took that child back. Wow. So it's called Our Joshua, Our Journey. So I'm in the midst of working on that project. I'm also in the midst of working on the JB Foundation, which is Joshua Braxton, because um, we had a chance to name, you know, name our son. So we're working on that foundation along with Wells Fargo. And um, now I'm trying to get back into the studio so I can cut the second CD. Nice. So those are the things that I'm working on right now. Now, you know, people can connect with you how? How can they connect with you? Do you, you know, um, I don't mind giving out my number. Um, I can be reached at area code 336-954-7936. Um, I can also be contacted through email. Renee R E N E A 
Braxton, T-O-N, at Hotmail.com. And I'm also on Facebook, so you can inbox me. Um, I have, like, four pages, one of them, um, Sharon Braxton. Then there's Evangelist Sharon Braxton. Of course, the radio station on the Praise Network, Life in Favor with Evangelist Sharon Braxton. And then I also have a business that I have connected with. That's also um, under um, Genesis um, Global. So there are a few a number of ways that you can reach me. I will be glad to hear from you. Um, motivational speaking. I even tell people to call me if you just need somebody to talk to, if you just need prayer, then I'm here because this is my life. This is my ministry. This is what I do. Awesome. Well, I'm sure our listeners have have gained some 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 nuggets from you. We've had <clears throat> a little bit of church up in here, uh, <laughs> so <laughs> with you know nothing wrong with that. So, Sharon, I want to thank you first again for being a part of uh, this anthology, and then also and sharing with us, uh, you know, with the listeners who you really are, because sometimes they need to put a you know, they need to put the voice with the with you know, with that person. They can see your picture, but they need to hear your voice right. too. So thank you for right. for giving the listeners a glimpse of your story. Um they're gonna be wowed on October the fourteenth when organized obstacles uh, Oh yes. I mean, they're really gonna be wowed. So again, oh, yes. everybody, you can connect with Sharon <clears throat> you know, via her number and her uh on Facebook. Uh and then also uh, make sure that you go out, grab a copy of Organized Obstacles, and you can do that via the website, which is organizedobstacles.com. And, again, Sharon, thank you. Is there any last tidbits or, or nuggets that you want to leave with the listeners? My last tidbit and my last nugget is this. You don't want to miss Organized Obstacles. Go out and purchase it. Well, again, thank you for being on. We need to have you back when, uh, you know, you, you drop that book. Uh, it sounds phenomenal. Uh, thank you again. Catherine, thank you for the platform. Uh, this needs to be said, family. Thank you for allowing me to uh, share my work and my project with you. Uh, this is Rhonda Nails, a.k.a. The Success Instigator. We will catch everybody next time. Trying to be like you. Holy, holy, holy.
This is your girl, Kawana Jackson, and I'm rocking with Katherine Waddell on This Needs to Be Said. So, what we're going to do right here is get out. Don't stand up, you'll fall for something. You can't do anything if you don't do nothing. Gotta be about it, help us all. Gotta show the world, support us all. Doesn't matter if you're young or old. Real child, let's fly or bold. Make a better place for our living. joining us today for This Needs to Be Said. There is an elephant in the room, so we're going to talk about it. We have a special guest with us, Ms. Belinda B. Bennett of BelindaBBennett.com, and she's going to show how our love of jewelry can help with breast cancer awareness. Belinda, thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to Be Said and sharing your time with me in the audience. What do you have today that's going to let me know my love of jewelry, I can treat myself as well as contribute to a worthy cause? 
um, this month for Breast Cancer Awareness, we have with Yours by Park Lane. Um, it's the company's brand that I sell, and we have the Hope for, for Cure um, pendant. It has the ribbon with the word hope, and it's sterling silver with your pink gems um, that borders the ribbon. And for $69 is the value, but for the foundation um, to be able to donate is only $44. And this actually includes a $30 gift certificate. So you have a $30 gift certificate plus this um, nice pendant that you can wear year-round. And it's actually lifetime guaranteed by the company if ever something happens to it. And so um, with Park Lane Jewelry, um, it's a great opportunity for those that do love jewelry to actually um, spread awareness um, for the cause and also donate to Kids of Cancer Foundation this month. And they do receive 90% of the proceeds. Oh, that sounds amazing. Now, before we get into all the jewelry and everything else you want to share with us, introduce yourself to the This Needs to Be Said audience. Well, again, my name is Belinda B. Bennett. Um, B is actually my maiden name because my mom did not give me a middle name growing up, so I kept my maiden name when I got married. And so it does have the BBB. Some people call me Triple B as um, something fun because um, when I think of BBB, it's like Better Business Bureau. However, I'm nowhere close to them. Um, So I kind of play around with my name because it's something fun to do. I am a um, child of six siblings growing up um, in a very small town um, in North Carolina. Um, I'm from Robinson County, which is considered the um, tobacco land um, as I was growing up. And so um, after high school, I decided to join the military, uh, which is kind of odd because I really wanted to get away from um, strict um discipline for my father only to go into something else that I'm having people tell me what to do, yelling at me, and it was truly an awakening for me. But I do um, appreciate the experience I had because through going to the military, I met the love of my life, and in November we will be celebrating our 20th anniversary. Um, we have Now, that's amazing. Uh, that's exciting. We have to stop right there. Don't roll past that. 20 years? <laughs> That's huge. So, woohoo! All right, celebrate it. What else? Yeah, so we share four children. Um, they're now ages 26, 25, a 19-year-old, and an 11-year-old. Uh, we have five grandchildren, and they're all under the age of 10. So our family continues to grow. And so um, with that, I've always enjoyed the um, idea of working for myself. And um, anyone that knows me, knows that I have my hands in so many different things, and um, I enjoy being able to help other people. That's always been um, part of my makeup. And so with um, Jewels by Park Lane is another avenue stream for me to actually help women who are really into um, accessorizing, adding on to their um, wardrobe, and I can actually help them, help themselves as long as well as help myself in a business that I'm enjoying because I'm able to network. I'm able to um, really meet so many different people in this environment. So it's a win-win for me. Now, how does your family feel about this, this business opportunity that you're taking on? 
Well, basically, um, a lot of times um, in my history, um, I've done a lot of direct sales, um, whether it was with Mary Kay or um, other businesses with um, travel. And of all the businesses, this one here has been more um, beneficial. So speaking to my husband and sharing with him the benefits of being able to get paid and actually enjoy um, getting a lot a lot of fine jewelry for myself and my family has been really great. Um, I do have a job with real estate that I do also full-time, part-time in a sense, and this is on the side. So I do have their support. Um, it does take time um, in my schedule to actually put aside to study to actually make sure that when it comes to the information I convey to the public, that is correct because I believe in making sure anything that I share with someone is based on fact. So I can tell you to Google Park Lane Jewelry, and you should be able to find all the information that I'm sharing with you based on the fact that um, a lot of other people have been able to investigate over the years. They've been in business since 1955, so because of the history of how long they've been up and running and they're still doing really, really well, it proves itself. And for those that are jewelry wearers, if they see Partlane Jewelry, they'll understand why you've got so many customers that are constantly buying their jewelry because you have an array to actually choose from, and they always have new products coming out each month. All right. Now, you've chosen many different businesses, you said, and this one is really been one that you can really connect with. Now, you told us about a goodie that we can get in the beginning of this interview and how it benefits breast cancer awareness. Let's go into that a little bit more for those that really love jewelry. Then we'll get into those who want to love jewelry and they don't quite know how to get fall in love with it. But let's talk first to those who love jewelry and how they can get this piece of jewelry that you were talking about and all the perks as well as being, um, being socially aware. So, so to speak, with the breast breast cancer awareness. Okay, well, a lot of people ask, um, you know, is this costume jewelry? And it's no. Costume jewelry is made out of material that is easily to break. Um, it's really um, not always good for those that are allergic to metals. And so I'm separating apart. This is fine jewelry where you um, have your um, cubic zirconia um, gems that looks a lot like diamond. Then you have your... I can never really pronounce the name quite right. Um, it's the Swarovski um, crystal or Australian crystals um, that they use also. They have your sterling silver, your gold. Rose gold is so beautiful to me. Um, it has like a tone of your gold, but it's pink or a peach color, and um, that really draws a lot of attention. Um, you have a lot of your um, charms, pearls. Um, so you can do a lot of things from a trendy style to very classy, bold, very bling if you want to um, shine um, amongst everyone around you. Um, regarding the hope for a cure, it has your sterling silver look um, along with your pink that pops out because um, pink ice was very big a few years ago. I would say mm -hmm. when I was actually in high school. And it reminds you of the pink ice when it comes to the layer of pink that you see within the ribbon. And, again, as a lifetime guarantee, if something happens to the chain or to the pendant that you can always send back to the company within the first 120 days, and you will get another one back for free. Um, anything that extends 
the 120 days, um, the only thing you pay for is the shipping and handling. But it is a lifetime guarantee where you don't have to worry about ever not being able to utilize your jewelry because the um, company stands by the product. So Park Lane mm-hmm. has always been very well known for standing behind that um, with their competitors. So um, I've had jewelry for over five years with the company. The reason why I decided to even decide to do it as a business because it's very well, it has such a high quality. And I am not a jewelry expert by far, but I know that it works well for me because it stays in great condition. And it's just like any other type of jewelry that you enjoy, that you really take passion to, you're going to take care of your, your jewelry. So um, for this cause, you have your donations that go to the Kids of Cancer Foundation. Again, it's 90% of the proceeds that go to the organization, which is wonderful to know that you can give such a generous amount and you can receive something that will be a lifetime for you to wear or to give to someone. Um, for me, it's, it's very dear to my heart because I've lost um, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law to cancer. I have an aunt that has been able to be um, on submission right now that she's cancer-free, and that was a blessing to hear that just two days ago. And so we all have t- been touched by someone or know someone that has battled cancer and lost the fight. But with this, we can actually have some type of hope that with the money that goes toward the Kids of Cancer Foundation, that they will be able to find something that will help long keep the kids um, able to live longer that's fighting this horrible disease. And knowing that um, we may be in need at some point in time, that this foundation can actually assist us. So it's truly a big deal. It sounds like it is. Now, this worthy cause, and I get this wonderful piece of jewelry, um, Let's take a minute to let people know where they can go and check you out and where they can go ahead and start looking at this special offer and place their order. Go ahead and give that information. Um, you can go to www.BelindaBBennett.com. Again, that's BelindaBBennett.com, B as in boy, E-L-I-N-D-A, B as in boy, B as in boy, E-N-N-E-T-T.com. Or you can email me as well, BelindaBBennett at gmo.com. I have a link that you can actually click on for jewelry, and it will take you to parklanejewelry.com where you can see the variations of the jewelry that they currently have. For this specific um, Hope for the Cure, you can go to my fan page on Facebook and you will actually see the necklace there um, because it's a special promotion for this month of October. And the goal is to raise as much money as we can by selling um, the Hope for Cure necklace by Monday the 27th. So it would be greatly appreciated uh, for you guys to just um, looking to um, just donating or actually purchasing um, your jewelry um, through my site um, and inquire because I need to physically place your order. So if you email me, I can make sure that, um, I get everything confirmed for you, so you can also get a confirmation of your payment because I do work with PayPal. Um, so you have those two options by emailing me or calling me. My number is 980-202-1957. Once again, 
My phone number is 980-202-1957. All right. Now, you shared with us a great deal about, you know, your family life and this business. Now, I want to know, for those of us who, like myself, we don't wear a whole lot of jewelry, you did um, talk about uh, the part about people being allergic and how, you know, the jewelry is made so that I could enjoy it too. But I'm not really that fashionable. I have to have someone to dress me because I don't know what goes together. If you put it on me and tell me it looks good, I almost believe you, okay? So talk to those of us who would like to fall in love with jewelry, but allergies have been one of the things that kept them away from it, so we just just forego it. Talk to us. Okay, well, the great thing is um, we don't use copper with our jewelry at all. What they do is it's an infusion when you deal with your sterling silver, um, only metal that is infused to a point where the actual um, gold or silver is actually what is touching your skin. And um, to my knowledge, I have not had any reports of anyone breaking out from the jewelry that um, we've sold. So that's my knowledge. Um, Everyone has different allergies they pick up over time, um, just like um, issues with the season. Um, So everyone just needs to be more mindful of their bodies um, and to make sure that when you're actually using the jewelry, a rule of thumb is if you're putting on lotions and perfumes, you want to put that on your body first, and then you um, put on your jewelry afterwards, and that's with any jewelry. Um, That helps so you don't have to worry about the chemicals within your um, perfumes or even your lotions um, actually going directly onto the surface of the um, jewelry. So there's um, an easy way of cleaning your jewelry, just running it through water and using a um, cotton-like cloth just to dry it off, and um, it's like new. So I have a great, uh, huge selection that I've got over five years ago, and it's still like new now. And so I realized that I was allergic to nickel, and um, I don't wear anything that has the nickel in it because it doesn't work well with my skin. And so mm-hmm. I know there's those that um, prefer just gold because it's had allergic reactions with other types of metals. And so, again, to my knowledge, I have not had any reports of anyone having an outbreak from the jewelry that they've selected um, when they purchased from Parkland um, Jewelry. So that has been a really great thing. Okay. Now, you got involved in this opportunity, and I know we're about to wrap up in just a little bit. Is there a way that people can get involved with it too? And then let me ask you this question as well. If I just want to get free jewelry, is there a way to do that too? So answer those two things for me. Okay. Your first question was, Say that one more time. <laughs> well, I want to know, is there this opportunity, um, how do people get involved in this opportunity? And then on the other hand, is there a way for me to get um, free jewelry? Yes, there is um, a way that people can um, go through this opportunity just like I did. Um, they can give me a call or go onto my website, and um, it actually gives you an opportunity to um, read over what being a um, hostess is. Um, a hostess is a person that actually just invites women over or men and just have a party. Um, basically, um, I would go to your house. You would be considered the hostess because that's your home, and you would invite your friends over so they can actually get to see the jewelry 
up close and personal, not just a catalog um, or on the site because it doesn't do its justice. Um, you will be able to appreciate it more when you have your hand on it or you have it around your neckline and you can kind of see how well it looks with you and your friends. So basically it's a get-together, and for any order um, collectively over $200, you, the hostess, actually benefit. So if you get 10 orders that is $200 or more, you are able to earn free jewelry um, up to $400 um, if you actually have a party that gives you a net sale of $200. So instead of you coming out of your pocket having to pay for any one piece of jewelry, you can actually have free jewelry up to $400, and all you have to pay is the taxes and the shipping and handling. And when it comes to the shipping and handling, it's always $6.50 per order. So you only have that one shipping and handling fee. It doesn't matter how much jewelry you have on that one order, but it doesn't change. You just have to um, make sure you cover your taxes, and that is a great incentive for anyone to say, oh, okay, I can have a party. I don't have to pay anything because I don't have the money to do so, but I can actually write on a wish list and get pretty much everything I wish for. And to me, for the holidays, it is such a great opportunity to have great stock and stuff and just prepare for being able to get everyone in your family something for Christmas. Wow, and we got Christmas right around the corner, so we can get – a piece of jewelry that is discounted um, because we're going to contribute something to breast cancer awareness through purchasing it. Then on top of that, we can get a $30 gift certificate to buy more jewelry. Then you said I could have a party and get more jewelry. So it's not like a bunch of jewelry. <laughs> yes, so I get more again. jewelry, more jewelry. <laughs> and that's the reason why I actually got into it because when my God – my son's godmother had um, told me that she was having a party and she wanted me to come over, and she had explained to me, well, you can place an order and um, help me with um, building my business. Then I told her, well, you know, my budget is really, really tight, and I cannot really commit to anything. So she said, you know what, do me a favor. Just invite three of your friends or how many that would like to come with you, and I'm going to show you how you can get exactly what you want. So I'm like, really? So I just kind of chuckled at it because I'm like, okay, we'll see what this is. And when I went, when we looked at and seen a lot of the bling and the different colors and then that you can dress up jeans and a T-shirt, literally, it was just like mind-blowing just to see the versatility of this jewelry. And my friends placed an order. They were very excited. And before the evening was over, I was able to get, $200 $200 worth of free jewelry because of what they had ordered. And I felt like I was on top of the world. I'm like, my husband would not believe this. So I had to do it again just so I can actually say I actually earned this, you know, just because uh-huh. I helped her with her party. And it's that it's just that simple. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sounds good. Belinda, we are going to talk to you a few more times about some different topics but today we covered our love of jewelry as well as contributing to a worthy cause, which is breast cancer awareness. One more time, give your information so that people can connect with you outside of this show because they need to be placing their order before Monday so they can get this special offer that you talked about. That is correct. Again, my name is Belinda B. Bennett. My site is www.belindabbennett.com. And I can be reached also by phone 
980-202-1957. Again, that's 980-202-1957. I'm also on Facebook, so you should easily be able to find me through my website because I have all my extensions there. And um, the next time we talk, I can also show you how you can get a $100 piece of jewelry for only $14, and that is even ex- more exciting. So um, I'm looking forward to it. All right. Now, I did have one more question for you before we wrap up. You said that it's not costume jewelry, it's fine jewelry. What's the difference between costume and fine? Is it gold and silver? Because I don't know. Like, you're getting ready to teach me a whole bunch of stuff through this series of conversations. So I'm (laughs) thinking fine jewelry is costume jewelry. I know you went over it a little bit, but I still had a question. What's the difference? How do I know that I'm getting fine jewelry and not costume jewelry, which sounds like junk? Yeah, costume jewelry is what you would probably, which would get, not probably, if you were to go to Walmart, if you see on the racks that's accessible, that's not um, behind the counter, that is covered and locked behind the key, that is mm-hmm. costume jewelry. So it's so wait, so jewelry, wait, so so jewelry that's not behind the glass is costume jewelry. That's pretty much. Um, in okay, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that's simple enough. That's simple enough. <laughs> And it's just the fact that when it comes to the quality, it is actually um, the original. It's gems where you have your rubies, your jades, you have your amethyst, you have your different um, gemstones that Mm. helps you to find it. And not only that, but this is jewelry that Dancing with the Stars and e-entertainers actually wear. They have our own, we have a a product line separate and apart that's for e-entertainers. And so we have a catalog specifically for the jewelry that they wear that the public can wear as well. So if you want to feel like a celebrity, you can look like one. All right. Well, I can look good. I can dress up jeans. I can get free jewelry. We've covered a lot in this short time together. Belinda, thank you so much for being a part of This Needs to Be Said. Until next time, have a super day. Thank you, and so do you, um, Catherine. Thanks for the opportunity. Are you living the one life? What is the one life? When you become a Wake Up Now preferred customer, you instantly gain access to everything to make your life wonderful. Nutrition and energy products, discount shopping, premium vacations at wholesale pricing, personal financial software, identity theft protection, free deals, restaurant coupons, exclusive offers for car rentals, hotels, and more. Plus, when you refer others, you even make money with no sign-up fees. Wake up now and start living the one life. Visit www.djohnston.wakeupnow.com. Hello, this is Catherine Waddell, and I'm excited to tell you about the Pick 10 Dreams Woven product that we're rolling out, and we want you to be a part of it. What the Pick 10 is, is an opportunity for you and up to 10 of your friends to get an opportunity to get a free, 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 did I say free, coaching session. So you learn what accountability coaching is. You learn how to grow your business individually in a group. So let's say one of your friends would like to start a cleaning service and another would like to start a computer business and yet another would like to start a home daycare. Three different businesses, same group, you support each other. However, you get to live your own purpose out loud. Turn that thing you love to do into a business. Now, how do you get the free 
Pick 10 session, email us. Email us at dreamswoven2013 at gmail.com. That's dreamswoven2013 at gmail.com. Send that email over. Then we will go from there. Get your friends together, and we are going to grow together. Pick 10 Dreams Woven Support Network product. It takes more than just a brilliant idea to be a successful entrepreneur. Among all of the challenges facing a business owner, finding funding is one of the most overwhelming. This challenge alone can significantly limit an entrepreneurial dream. Victor Quager has written Picture Business Like a Pro, which is a practical, must-have guide to navigating the different approaches a business owner can take to fund their business while building the confidence to find investor support. Entrepreneurs will learn what investors look for in a pitch and what skills are required to develop a winning pitch style. Victor has added a bonus chapter that includes precise details on how to make a successful sales pitch. Head over to Amazon.com and all ebook platforms to get your copy of Pitch Your Business Like a Pro. That's right. Get your copy of Pitch Your Business Like a Pro today at Amazon.com.
Thank you so much for staying tuned to This Needs to Be Said. Listen, we've had Rhonda Nails on with her special guest, Ms. Sharon Braxton, and she is a contributor of the Organized Obstacle book that Rhonda Nails and Angel Barino have put together. And they said it took over a year to get that together, but a phenomenal testament to everyday people overcoming things and being phenomenal. So that means you can too. Go get your copy today, absolutely. We also talk with a special guest who shows you how to be fashionable as well as socially aware. Now, I want you to go over to the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, and I want you to help me settle an argument. I want to know who tells the most lies, people who wear red underwear or purple underwear. You think it's a silly question? It's not a silly question. Anyway, I realize that people who wear white underwear are confused. When you go out to the TNTBS talk show fan page, you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Up next is Miss Lee McLeod, and she's going to help us when we have difficult conversations we need to have with people. She's going to give you some tips, so take out pen and paper so that she can help you with your next difficult conversation. You might be in a situation right now and you're trying to avoid it. She's going to help you go ahead and work through it. Hi, this is Lee McLeod of LeeMcLeod.com, founder of the Job Success Lab and author of The Resume Coloring Book. Here with you on This Needs to Be Said Radio. And today I want to talk to you a little bit about difficult conversations. And the reason I want to talk to you about difficult conversations is probably if you're like most of the people I work with as clients or most of the people out there in the world in general, there's probably a conversation that you need to have that you're avoiding. In fact, a recent study said that approximately 70% of people in the workplace, so let's assume that extends to small businesses and solopreneurs as well, 70% of people in the workplace have a conversation right now that they are avoiding having, whether it's with your manager, your employees, your colleagues, your partners. I want to share with you today three implications of avoiding and not having these conversations, five reasons you really should have the conversations, and a four-step process, a four-step process that you can follow to really ask some questions to prepare you for a difficult conversation. Now, what I'm doing today is pretty sneaky because what I'm doing is giving you a sneak peek into the kind of content we cover in the Job Success Lab. Now, if you were in the lab, you'd have a lab record all ready to go that would outline everything we're going to talk about, and then you'd complete and fill in the blanks as you go through the entire module, and then when you go to practice these skills in real life, you actually have a template, what I call a mastery template, which is basically a checklist and an outline of steps for you to follow when you're doing some of this work. So the Job Success Lab is there to support you in every aspect of your career, whether you're in a big, fat organization or whether you're doing something on your own, because difficult conversations are a part of everyone's life. Very exciting. All right, let's get started. I want to share with you what happens when you avoid difficult conversations. Well, I had a client once who came to me, and she said, I, I work with this guy. He is a board member for a nonprofit that I work for. He is very difficult. He uses time during the board meeting to really go through all the notes that I wrote from the last meeting, and then he points out every single flaw, everything I've done wrong, every comma in the wrong place, every misspelling, everything. 
and she really feels like it's this public public shaming ritual that he goes through. And for two years this has been going on, and she hasn't talked to him about it. And so by the time she got to me, I said, why haven't you brought this up with him? And she said, I didn't think I could get through the conversation without crying. So while she's avoiding this conversation, she is hating going to work every day. Uh, she even said to me, I think he hates me, and I think he wants me fired. Facts that she she doesn't really know if those are facts or not, but those are the stories she's telling herself in her head. She said, I've gained 40 pounds, and I don't sleep at night. Say what? That is crazy, crazy. So if you're avoiding a difficult conversation, chances are that you're just shoving that stress down and it's coming out in other ways. She's overeating, she's not sleeping, and she's telling herself stories that she doesn't even know if they are based in fact. He hates me, he wants me fired. Who wants to live their life that way? So for two years she's avoided having this difficult conversation, but in 20 to 30 minutes of conversation, all of those stories she's telling herself could be dispelled. All of those perceptions she has could be resolved. And all of the issues that she has with this man, even if they weren't completely resolved, would at least be in the open and they would be discussables. But right now, she's really holding them close as a non-discussable. And that is a very painful situation. So as you listen to my presentation today, maybe you've got a difficult conversation in your life. Maybe you've got a difficult conversation that you're avoiding. Maybe that difficult conversation is creating anxiety in your stomach every time you think about the situation or every time you see the person in question. Maybe you're eating too much or drinking too much or smoking too much or not working out enough because this particular conversation is really weighing you down and it's sitting on top of your head like a weight rather than getting resolved, which you have the power to do. So let's talk about three implications that happen when you avoid these difficult conversations. Well, there was a study uh, done by the group who wrote the book, uh, Difficult Conversations. There are a number of great resources out there with lots and lots of detail on how to have difficult conversations, and it's a topic we also cover in the Job Success Lab. Well, three things that researchers notice about people who avoid having these difficult conversations. The first thing is 59% of people who avoid difficult conversations are far more likely to live with poor productivity. So for whatever reason, they don't get as much done. So maybe by avoiding this conversation, it's showing up in their work in other ways. So lower productivity might be one of them. The second thing is, and this is such a powerful statistic, 96% of people are far more likely to live with poor morale. And that was very much like my client. I hate going to work every day. I'm terrified I'm going to see him. I'm sure he wants me fired, etc. What is her morale like when she goes to work every day? And she's settled for that. So 96% of people who avoid difficult conversations are more likely to live with poor morale. And finally, 86% of people who avoid difficult conversations are more likely to live with a poor work environment. So whether you own your own business or you work in an organization, Maybe you're not really optimizing the opportunity that you have to build a great business or a great opportunity. Maybe you're avoiding certain parts of your business or your work because this conversation is hanging in the balance. Maybe you're just going along without really objecting because you don't want to make anyone mad or you know piss them off. Well, if you are, it's likely 
that, that poor work environment, what you're settling for, it could be related to the fact that you're avoiding this difficult conversation. So let's talk about why you should have difficult conversations and why you should really learn this skill and master this skill. Well, first of all, five things. So if you have a sheet of paper, you can take it out, list five things, and see which one of these is most important to you. First of all, I, if you've listened to me before, you know I talk a ton about empowerment. I'm all about empowerment. But empowerment doesn't come from someone knighting you with a sword and declaring you empowered. Empowerment comes from you taking action, you know, it's a gift you give yourself by taking action and achieving some kind of a result or creating traction in a situation you want to change. By addressing things that make you uncomfortable, by making a plan and delivering a very clear, concise, difficult conversation, you create this essential sense of empowerment and confidence in yourself. I mean, yeah, it's hard and it's icky to think about it, but once you do it, you think, oh my gosh, that was transformational. The second reason is to boost your career IQ. You know, so many people come to me and they say, oh, I can't deal with my boss, he's an idiot, I need to find another job, or I need to uh, go to another company. Or maybe you have someone in your business, a supplier, a partner, an employee, a customer, an affiliate uh, marketer, who is really in need of you having a difficult conversation with. Well, if you can't have that conversation, how can you run the rest of your business? So having difficult conversations, point number two, it boosts your career and business IQ. It will make you better at everything you do if you learn how to have good, constructive, and difficult conversations. The third thing is it will improve your team dynamics. Now, even if you're a small team running a small business, Or if your team is you plus your copy editor and your, uh, you know, your supplier and your customers and your other people that you hire to do outsource work for you, it will improve your team dynamics if you can have good constructive conversations to address conflict and differences when it arises rather than letting it simmer. You're going to have a better team as a result. So point three, improve team dynamics. Reason number four you should learn how to have difficult conversations is improve the quality of your relationships. You know, when it comes down to the end of the day, the legacy of our lives is really, really the quality of the relationships that we have and that we leave behind. And when you're able to have difficult conversations, when you're able to communicate humbly and honestly and openly, you improve the quality of those relationships. Now let me back up a little bit and say the way we get work done in today's workplace, whether you run a business or you're in an organization, is through our relationships with other people. Even if you're a solopreneur, you have your customers, right? Maybe you have outsourced providers. Maybe you have a mentor or a coach. All those relationships are fundamental to you delivering your business every day. So since relationships are how we get work done, excellent communication skills is fundamental. It's the primary way that we interface with other people in our relationships is through our communication skills. Now, early in the Job Success Lab, we have two whole modules on communication, giving feedback, making presentations. And one of the essential things we dedicated a whole module to is this ability to have difficult conversations with people so that you can improve the quality of your relationship and, as a result, be more effective in your work. So point number four, improve the quality of your relationships. 
Reason number five that you should learn how to master difficult conversations, lower your stress levels. Yes. Have you ever noticed that when you're when you have a lot on your plate? I've just been doing this lately where I had all these lists and it's all good stuff. But I thought the more I think about what's on my list, the harder it is. When I sit down and start knocking stuff out and crossing it off my list, I feel so much better, even if it's just one or two things. So taking the steps, taking action, we are all about taking action in my world and in the Job Success Lab, lower your stress levels. That poor woman who came to me, gained 40 pounds, not sleeping at night, two years. What is she doing to her mental health, her physical health, her emotional health, her spiritual health, right? Is it worth it? No, it'd probably be much easier just to confront this person. And when you do it the right way, all right, when you start practicing the basic steps, it becomes much less intimidating and much less harrowing, and it's much more empowering. So five reasons you should learn to have difficult conversations. It's a boost for your empowerment and your confidence, self-confidence. Two, it's a boost for your career IQ. Three, it improves your team dynamics, no matter how your team is structured. Four, it improves the quality of your relationships and the effectiveness of your work. And five, that lowers your stress level. Think of all the cortisol just thinking about that stressful conversation is generating in your brain. All right, so we've covered three implications of not having or avoiding difficult conversations. We've talked about five reasons you should attack these conversations. Now I want to give you a simple four-step plan for preparing for a difficult conversation. I'm going to go through these quickly. So grab a notepad, make some notes, because this is going to apply to you, very personal stuff. And you can always stop the recording and listen to it and take notes as well. Okay, as you're planning a difficult conversation, I have four sets of questions for you to ask. And the acronym is PPRE. P-P-R-E. And that means purpose, parties, reflection, and evaluation. Ready? Purpose, parties, reflection, and evaluation. So let's take a look at the questions I want you to go through before you have a difficult conversation. Because what you'll realize is the difficult conversation doesn't just happen in the conversation. It happens in all the work you do to get ready. So let's go through this. P, purpose. What is the purpose? What is your purpose for this conversation? What do you hope to accomplish? And what is your desired outcome? So jot those questions down. Think about the one question you're avoiding. And if you had that conversation, ask, what is my purpose here? What am I hoping to accomplish? And what is my desired outcome? So for my client with the board member, her purpose was to express her dissatisfaction she wanted to get work on building a better relationship with this person. She wanted to create a situation where she could work equitably with him. And her desired outcome was that she not go to work every day feeling horrible about herself and her work. Purpose. Now let's talk about parties, the other parties are, that are involved. Who is the other person or persons involved? Now, put on the lenses that they wear. And this is a really important part of difficult conversations. What is their perception of the situation? What are their needs and fears? And how is that showing up in the dynamics of the situation? So really forget about your point of view or being angry or pointing fingers. Really look at, wait a minute, how are they really seeing this? 
Reflection. R. What assumptions are you making about this person's behavior? What are you assuming that you don't really know whether or not it's true? That woman I talked to was assuming that this guy hated her and wanted her fired. She, in fact, did not know if that was true. What are your needs and your fears in this situation? Be really honest with yourself about this. And how are they playing a role in this situation? How is it preventing you from moving forward? What are you really afraid of? And how have you played a part in this problem? I would say that my client played a part by simply not addressing this when it first came up and letting it go on for so long. How has the other person played a part in this problem? And what will it realistically take for you both to resolve this? So jot down those questions and really think about your difficult conversation and what that means. All right, now let's go to evaluation questions. What buttons is this pushing of yours? Why is this making you so upset? What's really going on here underneath? And is your emotional state heightened because of this? What is making that so? So are you amped up a little bit on the emotional energy? Why is this making you emotional? What is it that buttons that you're pushing? And how is your attitude toward this person or this issue or how it's making you feel, affecting your ability to design a productive conversation. So if you're sitting there thinking, this guy is such a jerk, you know what? In a difficult conversation, you need to let bleed that out and put it to the side and really assume a mantle and, and posture of humility and openness and inquiry and willingness to learn. And if you start by creating these basic steps, embracing reasons that you should, have difficult conversations, and taking this four-step preparation process to prepare, you will have a better difficult conversation. And if you're really stuck, I would really encourage you to go back, re-listen to the questions I just positioned, and really outline the answers to them for your difficult conversation, and you will have much better understanding for how to approach that person. All right, this is Lee McLeod at LeeMcLeod.com. That's L-E-A-M-C-L-E-O-D.com founder of the Job Success Lab, and author of the Resume Coloring Book, and you can find that at ResumeColoringBook.com. Thanks for joining me today, and I'll see you next time. Are you living the one life? What is the one life? When you become a Wake Up Now preferred customer, you instantly gain access to everything to make your life wonderful. Nutrition and energy products, discount shopping, premium vacations at wholesale pricing, personal financial software, identity theft protection, free deals, restaurant coupons, exclusive offers for car rentals, hotels, and more. Plus, when you refer others, you even make money with no sign-up fees. Wake up now and start living the one life. Visit www.djohnston.wakeupnow.com. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, where you are royalty. Specializing in children's hair, natural, weaved, and relaxed hair. Looking for a professional stylist who cares not only about how good hair looks, but also how healthy it feels? Then Royal Destiny Salon and Spa is the place for you. Royal Destiny Salon and Spa, located at 4936 Albemarle Road, Suite 14, Charlotte, North Carolina. Call today to schedule your appointment for a more beautiful you. 
724-734-8043. That number again is 724-734-8043. Let Brighton Travel help you with your getaway vacation or cruise. We're a full-service agency, so we specialize in honeymoons, hotel, air, and car rental as well. Call today at 704-491-3528, or you can reach us on the web at brightontravel.com. Darren Marlar, and this is your daily dose of weird news. 
McDonald's held an open session with the public through social media, inviting people to send in questions. And I sent in my own question. Dude, whatever happened to Grimace, Hamburglar, and Mayor McCheese? China is looking for a tiger released into the wild by Russian President Vladimir Putin. The tiger has wandered across the border and is now claiming parts of China for Russia. Did you know your dog gets jealous when you pet another dog? That's according to researchers at the University of California, San Diego, who watched 36 dog owners interact with an animated dog. While the owners petted the fake dog, their real dogs started showing signs of jealousy, including pushing at their owner or the rival dog. The dogs were trying to break up the connection between the owners and a rival. In other words, dog is not man's best friend. It's more like your ex-girlfriend. The Obama administration is spending half a million dollars to support diversity in the National Register of Historic Places. Good idea. For example, put up a commemorative sign by what used to be our border. While we're in Washington, D.C., a new poll shows 55% think that President Obama does not deserve the Nobel Peace Prize he won in 2009. I disagree. I mean, that's the time in his presidency that we were at war with the fewest countries. If you purchase caffeine-infused underwear because of promises it'll make you thinner, federal regulators say you were hoodwinked. But at least you can get your money back. Two companies, Norm Thompson Outfitters of Oregon and Wacol America Incorporated of New Jersey, have agreed to refund $1.5 million to consumers who purchased shapewear that supposedly can reduce cellulite and fat because it's infused with caffeine, vitamin E, and other things. Caffeine-infused shapewear is the latest weight loss brew concocted by marketers, Jessica Rich, director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, said in a statement. If someone says you can lose weight by wearing the clothes they are selling, steer clear. However, it still might be possible to use the underwear as a coffee filter to put a little extra jolt in your java. A New York supermarket employee, Gregory Rodriguez, has been accused of leaving a store with $1,200 worth of meat hidden in his pants. And as this is a family-friendly show, I'm going to be moving on now. After a Florida man swiped a cell phone from a store's counter, the victim used another phone to contact him. The thief responded by text and tried to sell the phone back for $50, claiming that he bought it from somebody for that price. Cops were able to nail him for the theft, but not before he tried to extort money from the phone's owner for those compromising selfies. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm Darren Marlar. You can get more weird news anytime, anywhere with the new Daily Dose of Weird News app. It's free. Download it at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, morning, how are you? Fine, thanks, and you? It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed a celibate, we rise.
Everyone in the world has gone to bed one night or another with fear or pain or loss or disappointment. And yet each of us has awakened, arisen, uh, somehow made our ablution, seen other human beings, and said, Morning, how are you? Fine, thanks in you. It's amazing. Wherever that abides in the human being, there is the nobleness of the human spirit. Despite it all, black and white, Asian, Spanish, Native American, pretty, plain, thin, fat, vowed or celibate, we rise. You may write me down in history with your bitter, twisted lies. You may trod me in the very dirt, but still like dust, I'll rise. Does my sassiness affect you? Why are you beset with gloom? Just because I walk as if I have oil wells pumping in my living room. Just like suns and like moons, with the certainty of tides. Just like hope springing high. Still I rise. Did you want to see me broken? Bowed head and lowered eyes. Shoulders falling down like teardrops. Weakened by my soulful cries. Does my sassiness upset you? <laughs> Don't take it so hard just because I laugh. <laughs> As if I have gold mines digging in my own backyard. You can shoot me with your words. You can cut me with your lies. You can kill me with your hatefulness. But just like life, I'll rise. Does my sexiness offend you? Oh, does it come as a surprise that I dance? As if I have diamonds at the meeting of my thighs. Out of the huts of history, shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. A black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling, I bear in the tide. Leaving behind nights of terror and fear, I rise. Into a daybreak miraculously clear, I rise. Bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave, I am the hope and the dream of the slave. And so, naturally, there I go rising. Yeah. 
never be a point in your time in your life where it's the right time to do a great thing if you're waiting for that perfect perfect moment that perfect timing is not going to happen you know what you have to do you have to create the perfect time and the perfect opportunity and the perfect situation that a lot of people become comfortable they stop growing, they stop wanting anything, they, they become satisfied. People getting ready to go to jobs that they don't like, jobs that are making them sick. You see, when you're not pursuing your goal, you are literally committing spiritual suicide. When you have some goal out here that you're stretching for and reaching for, that takes you out of your comfort zone, you'll find out some talents and abilities you have that you didn't know you have. When the messenger of misery visits you, what are you going to do? What will keep you in the game? There are things that you think you'll never need to know, that you may only need to know one time in your life, but that could save your life because you had that knowledge. Unless you attempt to do something beyond that which you've already mastered, you will never grow. What is it that you looked at at some point in time and you decided that you couldn't do it? That you talked yourself out of it? You're waiting on your next door neighbor to make it happen for you. It may not happen. If you're waiting on your mother or your father, they may be so ancient in their thinking that they don't understand this opportunity that you have. And if you're waiting on them, it may never get done. You don't beg average people to be phenomenal. You don't beg good people to be phenomenal. You just are phenomenal and you will attract phenomenal. What reason can you remember that you can call on, that you can reach on, that can make you get back up? 
find that reason. If you're not where you are, if you're not where you want to be, if you don't have what you want, want to have, if you're not where you think you should be at this particular place, it has nothing to do with the system, but it has everything to do with the fact that you're not making the sacrifice. I want you to make that dream become a reality because if you don't, you will be working for somebody else to make their dreams become a reality. Everybody is against you or don't believe in you no more. And let me tell you something, that's a lonely feeling. It's a lonely feeling, particularly people that you're doing it for. Most people take their greatness, take their ideas to the graveyard with them. Listen to me, if it was easy, everybody would do it. There are people right now who are working who don't want to work. There are people who hate their jobs, but they keep getting up to do it. The wealthiest place on the planet is the graveyard. Because in the graveyard we will find inventions that we never ever were exposed to. Ideas, dreams that never became reality. Hopes and aspirations that were never acted upon. The question is, what are you going to do with your time? What drives you? Greatness is a lot of small things done well. Day after day, workout after workout, obedience after obedience, day after day. When things don't work out for you, when things happen that you could not anticipate, what are the reasons that you can think of that can keep you strong? You will never ever be successful until you turn your pain into greatness, until you allow your pain to push you from where you are to push you to where you need to be. Stop running from your pain and embrace your pain. Your pain is going to be a part of your pride, a part of your product. I, I challenge you to push yourself. See, it's easy to be on the bottom. It doesn't take any effort to be a loser. It doesn't take any motivation, any drive in order to stay down there on a low level. But it calls on everything in you. You have to harness your will to say, I'm going to challenge myself. I mean that what you did last week don't count. Today, today is the only important day. There are 86,400 seconds in a day, and how you use those are critical. You got 86,400 today, and what you do today is going to see me who you are. Nobody's going to talk about what you did last week. that the biggest enemy you have to deal with is yourself. There's an old African proverb that says, if there's no enemy within, the enemy outside can do us no harm. You have this opportunity of a lifetime. It means absolutely nothing if you don't take advantage of it in the lifetime of this opportunity. I got a thing that when life knocks you down, try and land on your back because if you can look up, you can get up. If you want a thing bad enough to go out and fight for it, to work day and night for to give up your time, your peace, and your sleep for If all that you dream and scheme is about it, and life seems useless and worthless without it. See, it's time now. If you want to make this your decade, you've got to start saying yes to your life. You've got to start saying yes to your dreams, yes to your unfolding future, yes to your potential, as opposed to saying no. When you die, die on each. Leave no dream left behind, God. Leave no opportunity left behind. When you leave this earth, accomplish every single thing you can accomplish. Listen to me. You're going to be here one day, but you'll never get here if you give up.
if you give in, if you quit. And finally, guys, you got to want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe.
I'm Darren Marlar, and this is your Daily Dose of Weird News. Your water balloon fights will soon be a little easier. According to a report in Relevant Magazine, Josh Malone, a Texas father of eight, has invented a device that will allow them to fill 37 water balloons at one time. And more than three-quarters of a million dollars has already been raised to help fund mass production of the device, with only $10,000 as their official goal. Officials at Bunch of Balloons say it's so effective it can fill 100 water balloons in a single minute. (laughs) Oh, yeah. The 2014 elections are going to be so much fun now. The New York City Department of Health conducted a massive emergency preparedness drill at 30 facilities across the city. So now, if anyone washes down salted buttered popcorn with a large soda, the city is ready. Stop wasting your money and buy generic like the smart kids do. A new study uh, found that nine times out of ten, doctors buy generic aspirin over the brand names, and the majority of professional chefs buy generic store brand sugar and baking powder over the brand name ingredients. study found Americans waste $44 billion a year on name brands when store brands cost half the price. So beginning immediately, this show will now be named the uh, Daily Dose of Generic News. A Massachusetts man was arrested for breaking into a home and committing a robbery in broad daylight while his girlfriend waited in the car with their two-year-old child. And don't be so quick to judge until you price the cost of modern daycare. A musical being performed at a New Hampshire park has drawn some noise complaints, but the deputy police chief says he's not giving Shrek a ticket. Shrek the Musical is enjoying a summer run in the seacoast city of Portsmouth, uh, but some neighbors want the volume turned down. City police and city councilor Esther Kennedy says they've been getting complaints about noise from the shows, but deputy police chief Corey McDonald says he has no plans to ticket the Green Ogre. They've already ticketed the donkey numerous times, though, because, well, he's even more annoying than Eddie Murphy. Kevin Smith says Jennifer Garner ended his friendship with Ben Affleck, and Donuts ended his friendship with size 36 jeans. Authorities are investigating after a thief at an East Georgia shopping mall made off with a bag full of women's unmentionables. Richmond County Sheriff's officials say a thief stole 200 pairs of panties from Victoria's Secret in Augusta Mall. Security video shows a male entering the store and stuffing the underwear into a large shopping bag. Authorities say he left without paying for the merchandise, valued at $1,900. I think some of the blame here needs to be placed on the store itself. I, I mean, a guy walks into a Victoria's Secret by himself. Nobody sees that as just a little suspicious. That's your daily dose of weird news. I'm uh, sorry, uh, daily dose of generic news. I'm Darren Marlar. You can find more weird news on our website at dailydoseofweirdnews.com. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you've gained something from what has been shared. Special thanks to the creators of the TNTBS jingle. It was written by Lamont Champ Josie and composed by Robert Jenkins. Thank you to everyone who supports us by downloading the phone app at thisneedstobesaid.com, by commenting on the TNTBS talk show fan page on Facebook, by retweeting us on Twitter at TNTBS, by also sharing this show with your friends. Thank you for logging in through your computer, as well as calling in to listen on the phone lines. Now go out and tell more people about this great show. 
If you thought the show sucked, tell them anyway. Bad news travels fast is what I'm told. Either way, tell them to tune in each weekday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're always looking for new guest commentators, awesome topics, and most of all, we want your opinion. Visit us at www.thisneedstobesaid.com. We'd love to hear from you. There's an elephant in the room. You were thinking it, so we're going to talk about it. Until we meet again in the same place at the same time, have a super day.